0: This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. Montana Republicans have barred transgender lawmaker Zoe Zephyr from the House floor for the rest of the 2023 session in retaliation for her comments after they voted to ban gender affirming health care for children. Zephyr will be able to vote and participate in committees but not discuss proposals and amendments that are under consideration by the full House. That will be for the remainder of the 90-day session. The punishment ends a week-long standoff between her and House Republican leaders and formalizes their decision not to let Zephyr speak, since she said those supportive of the ban would, quote, have blood on their hands. In a speech Wednesday, Zephyr addressed House leaders directly and said she was taking a stand for the LGBTQ plus community and her 11,000 constituents in Missoula. She said House Speaker Matt Regeer was attempting to drive, quote, a nail into the coffin of democracy. Quote, if you use decorum to silence people who hold you accountable, then all you're doing is using decorum, as a tool of oppression, Zephyr said. Montana House Majority Leader Sue Vinton, who supported barring Zephyr from the floor, accused her of placing lawmakers and staff at risk of harm for disrupting House proceedings by inciting protests in the chamber on Monday. Fearing more protests, Republican leaders closed the House gallery to the public while the vote to censure Zephyr occurred. Montana's governor is asking lawmakers to expand the state's proposed TikTok ban to include more social media coverage of companies that provide data to foreign adversaries. Earlier this month, state lawmakers passed a bill that would make Montana the first state in the U.S. with a total ban on TikTok. It will go much further than similar bans already in place in other states and by the federal government that bar the use of TikTok in government-issued devices. Similar to many national lawmakers and government officials, proponents of the law in Montana have claimed that the Chinese government could harvest U.S. user data from TikTok and use the platform to push pro-Beijing misinformation or messages to the public. TikTok is owned by the Chinese tech giant ByteDance. It has said it has never been asked to hand over its data and has vigorously opposed the legislation. Under the recently passed bill, downloading TikTok would be illegal in Montana, and any entity, an app store or TikTok itself, would be fined $10,000 a day each time someone accessed TikTok. Enforcing the ban is expected to be difficult. Tech experts say there's nothing incentivizing the companies that would be liable for violation, such as App Store leaders Apple and Google, as well as TikTok, to comply. And any enforcement measures can be bypassed by using a VPN, which can alter IP addresses and allow users to evade content restrictions. The legislation could also face legal hurdles on First Amendment grounds, as well as bills of attainer laws prohibiting the government from imposing a punishment on a specific entity without a formal trial. House Bill 872 would authorize a $300 million investment in Montana's behavioral health system. The proposal was first introduced by Governor Greg Gianforte and is being carried by Representative Bob Keenan, the Republican from Big Fort. It would create a commission to re-envision the behavioral health system and direct money to initial projects as well. Before the idea of the commission was added to the bill, several lawmakers had expressed hesitancy about signing off on such of a massive request by the Montana Department of Public Health and Human Services. The House earlier this month approved HB 872-79-19. No one stood in opposition to the measure on the Senate floor Tuesday. The Senate gave initial approval to the bill 44-6 it needs one more round of votes in the Senate before it is sent back to the House to approve Senate amendments. The Montana Senate has voted 49 to 1 to infuse another $15 million for the biennium from the general fund towards Medicare provider rates. It is expected to be matched by another $29.5 million of federal funds. Quote, this is a substantial measure to boost Montana's senior long-term care and other providers studied in the Guidehouse report. That's according to Margie McDonald with the Big Sky 55 group in an email. A separate bill estimated the cost to fully fund rates would require another $24 million of general fund money and would still leave a $9 million gap. Senator John Esp, the Republican from Big Timber, proposed the amendments to House Bill 2, the state's big budget bill. The amendment directs the money specifically to Medicaid providers. The House still needs to approve the change. Medicaid providers in Montana have been underfunded forever, and in the 2021 legislative session, lawmakers put two and a three-quarter million dollars, towards a study of reimbursement rates. The governor's office proposed a budget that would increase the rates, but not to the recommended levels. The House approved the money that pushed up the reimbursements. Closing nursing homes made headlines last year, and youth group homes have been shut down as well. During the session, members of the public, including nursing home directors, have testified to ask the state to support vulnerable people, workers who help them, and communities by adopting rates that match costs or risk more closures. If the amendment carries, the Montana Healthcare Association's Oral Hughes says she believes nursing homes would still be at 96 percent of the benchmark in the first year. A separate bill related to Medicaid providers is House Bill 649. It's awaiting action in the Senate Finance and Claims Committee. That bill, sponsored by Representative Mary Farrell, the Democrat from Helena, would add $5 million from the general fund to a roughly $9.3 million match to the Director's Office of the Department of Public Health and Human Services. The state of Montana estimates that Montana will imprison at least 200 more people if SB 95, which focuses on property theft, passes. That's a capacity that doesn't exist at the chronically understaffed prison in Deer Lodge and would force more prisoners into county jails all over the state. New reporting by Montana Women Vote Open Aid Alliance and the Sentencing Project show that proposals like SB 95 may be contributing to the chronic overcrowding of prisons and jails. Nationwide data show that the number of violent crimes is decreasing per capita, while the number of people being incarcerated per capita continues to climb. Nicole Porter, the Senior Director of Advocacy for the Sentencing Project, says those numbers are easy to dissect. More social service programs have helped reduce poverty and drug dependency, while more prisoners are spending longer times incarcerated, driven up by laws that require mandatory minimums or a set time that a prisoner must serve. She also presented data that show that longer prison sentences don't actually work as a deterrent, just as the death penalty has not reduced homicide. She pointed out that women have experienced a 525% increase in prison numbers since the 1980s, largely affecting women of color. And the number of prisoners serving life sentences is now greater than the total population of inmates was in 1970. Quote, life in prison is a driver of high incarceration rates and many have aged into disability. Laurel Hess, the Director of Communications and Advocacy for Open Aid Alliance, says part of the challenge is that prisons and jails started swelling with more drug laws. For example, from 1980 to 2017, the number of people convicted of drug-related crimes increased 559%. She says 65% of the inmates at the Montana State Prison fit a diagnosis of substance abuse disorder. Measures like House Bill 791, which passed the legislature last week, increased mandatory minimums for fentanyl convictions, bumping sentences from 25 to 40 years in prison. There's no link between harsh sentences and drug reduction, Hess said, And it limits judicial discretion to give treatment while perpetuating the myth that you can scare residents into not using drugs. She also pointed out Montana has one of the largest racial disparities in prison population, especially in drug convictions. While Native Americans make up 7% of the population in Montana, are incarcerated at a 17% rate and arrested at a 19% rate. And finally, not every moment of the past several days in the Montana House has been controversial. In a unanimous vote, the House Agriculture Committee has moved House Bill 880 to the floor. It would make Huckleberry the official state fruit. Flanked by a fifth grade class from Vaughn Elementary School, The sponsor, State Representative Lola Sheldon Galloway, the Republican from Great Falls, successfully helped sway legislators to their side despite varying food preferences. In making their arguments, proponents cited the Huckleberry's history in the state as well as health benefits. Quote, Our state animal is the grizzly bear. Huckleberries are critical to its diet and other animals depend on the huckleberry as a food source in the wild as well. That's according to 5th grader Preston Belcourt. Quote, huckleberries boost your heart health, lower cholesterol, and can help you fight some cancers. That's according to 5th grader Gracie Belts. They also help you lose weight, boost brain health, and can help with hair loss. Huckleberries have lots of nutrients. Huckleberries are full of antibiotics. The bill has already made its way through the House. The bill includes a $500 appropriation to the Department of Transportation to offset the cost of updating the state highway map. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRT-DB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide, with listeners in now 50 U.S. states and Canadian provinces, three Native American nations, 31 countries on six continents. We also post expanded versions of our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana news is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH, 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.